everybody, and welcome to 500 Open Tabs. I am your host, Kava Teharian. And I'm Hannah Hillam, also your host. Still, oh, she got it. <laughs> <laughs> Not just You're actually guess. the host this time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he promoted me. Yes. Uh, welcome uh, back. This is our third episode, third times a charm, or third never, times when you go to you Three Strikes You never forget your third. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Goodness. three strikes you're out. We might, we three might, strikes be, this might be our last one. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that was always the plan. Um, well, did how's you... it going? Good, good, good. Uh, we had to wait, of course, because there was so much construction happening, as always. often is the case in Los Angeles. Um, uh, yep. but I'm excited to finally be able to record. Did you, by any chance, follow up with uh, whales exploding? Yes, I watched, um, you did. I watched a lot of videos of exploding. <laughs> And uh, I had just finished a big project, and I sat mm-hmm. there and watched just viscera, just, just, but like ropes shoot out of those corpses. Amazing! Remember that uh, really I sent you gross. Yeah, and I sent you that comp- that compilation video. And the music was insane. It felt like I was in like a Mission Impossible like <laughs> scenario, but except for like hiding, I had to watch a bunch of whales explode. Yeah, that's why yeah. Tom Cruise had to delay the next Mission Impossible because they needed oh to make gosh. a whale explode in space, yep. and he needed in to sp- do it. He's the one. Space explosions. Well, yeah. What about uh, you? What did I talk uh, about? Oh yeah. The oh, jaw Bob Fosse jaw. Yeah, I remember it was the jazz hands. That's all I remember is the Bob Fosse. You just—that's all you took from it, huh? <laughs> I word, can't say I went and looked up <laughs> a no. bunch of Fosse jaw pictures. No, no, no. You shouldn't. But you know, yes. If you ever want to like make yourself throw up, it's a good way to start. Um, but but yeah, that's I think true. you you heard Bob Fo- you heard Fosse and your brain was like Bob Fosse and then it Bob Fosse. <laughs> it's it's literally. <laughs> it's like that's, that's what it is. That's yeah. that's all I will do, as you will learn throughout the course of this podcast. If we end up going past episode three, uh, mm-hmm. I will get hyperfixated on one thing and then stop mm-hmm. uh, paying attention to everything around me. So that sounds like it could be diagnosable as something. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Although I did, we did uh, offload about this where I was talking about another story I came up with based on the insanity of the whale evolution. Um, will remain, which will remain to be seen if we, mm-hmm. if I end up releasing that to anything. But that was a fun little yeah. idea that I had. Um, so basically, in short, I was inspired by my own tab to keep going into, <laughs> into my own project. Good. <laughs> I'm so supportive as a friend. Yeah, you never listen um, to my. You never read about my things. I never listened to anything. I don't, dude, I'm look, sorry. I it's like like I said last time. It's like taking a test. You're when you're done, you're done. You don't remember when anything. you're done, you're done. Exactly. I just dump anyway. it all out. Anyway, well, speaking of dumping, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you you go first this week? So go for uh, it. I'm gonna go first. Let me make sure I pull up the correct tab. All right. My article is from Ars Technica. Ars Technica, written by. Ashley Bellinger, and the title is Crypto Hedge Fund CEO May Not Exist, Probe Finds No Record of Identity. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, oh, I love this. Yeah, already. right? So this yeah. is actually, this is not, uh, I don't think I'm going to make a habit of this because this literally just happened like a day and a half ago. Oh, wow. Um, Current. So this is not an old tab. I just came across this and I was like, this is so stupid. I have to do something on this immediately. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're working with facts that may, uh, have like just come out. Uh, the story might change. Who knows like uh, how much of this will be revealed to be something else or anything. But for the sake of this podcast, I was like, we have to share this. It's really stupid and funny. <laughs> 
Um, so I'll give you the little blurb. The blurb. So it says, okay. for, for, for years, rumors spread on social media that Stephen Reese Lewis, the chief executive officer of a now shuttered cryptocurrency hedge fund called Hyperverse, was a quote unquote fake person who quote unquote doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Amazing. <laughs> After Makes its sense. investigation, The Guardian has confirmed that no organization cited on his resume can find, quote, any record of him. <laughs> okay. So basically, <laughs> it's, <laughs> this, it's just a bunch of people in a coat. Yeah, yeah, literally, each other. It's not even that. Oh, it's, it's, it's it gets children. funnier, right? So it's, dumber? Of, it's dumber than you think. Yeah. So oh it gosh. just kept making okay. me think of, um, of, of uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which we just watched because you had not seen it until yep. you came down for LA Comic Con. Where he's like, you it's a fugazi, it. it's a fugazi, it's a woozy, it's a wazzy, it's fairy dust. <laughs> it's not real. That's a good Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> he got those R's, he got those Texan R's really. Yeah. <laughs> Very accurate. Uh, I can't even do it. This is so. This guy, he's the Alan Smithy of CEOs. He, who knows? No one even knows. You know who Alan Smithy is? No. So Alan Smithy is a pseudonym that uh, people in film use. It's usually used by like directors who just wanted to be. They didn't want to be associated with the movie that they made, so they'd say Alan Smithy directed it. Oh. Or they'll say like, oh, Alan Smithy was the editor on this. It's basically like a fake name that they use so that they can credit it does to somebody Alan, else. Does Alan Smithy have an IMDb? An IMDb? That's actually a good question. I never thought to look it up. Better open a tab. Oh, goodness. Yeah, there's another tab of Alan Smithy's credits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the Alan Smithy of CEOs. Uh, this This story is dear to my heart because it brings together a lot of things I love. One is rich people losing money. Yes. Uh, that's mostly what it is. Uh, yep. Also, Feels making good. making fun of crypto bros for being totally <laughs> off the wall and really insane. It, it's weird because this seems like a culmination of what the Silicon Valley like evangelist CEO. It seems like this is the natural culmination of where it was going to go. Amazing. Um, I can't wait for the prestige TV show that they make on Apple or like on Showtime or HBO. <laughs> on <about> Apple. <laughs> Or the movie that they're going to make. Applewood. Yeah. Did you watch WeWork? I'm sorry. We Crashed was the name of the show. No, but I think my husband did. Oh my God. It's it's great. I love it because I hate Jared Leto with a passion. Oh, so do I. And he's the CEO of WeWork. It's a show about like WeWork crashing. Wait, it Um, crashed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, very famously lost like $40 billion. Um, But it's funny because Jared Leto is insufferable, but so is Adam Newman. So it's actually perfect (laughs) casting. So it's ironically like the best role that Jared Leto's ever played because he's just being himself which is oh. what the role required anyway wow um there's there's a bunch of these there was like a whole slew of them that came out there was that there was the uh, uh what was that the Amanda Seyfried one that was about oh um, Elizabeth about the, Holmes. the lady who talks like this yeah I like to wear turtlenecks like Steve Jobs <laughs> and then there was the Joseph Gordon-Levitt one about Uber that's right. Um, wow. So this will be interesting because I think they'll have to use this. Anyway, okay. So let me get into the story before we get too crazy okay, yeah. with it. We're spiraling. Yeah, spiral. Right, as one does. Uh, so the name of the company that is in question is called Hyperverse. So Hyperverse was one of the many crypto investment schemes started by two real people. Uh, one is <laughs> okay. named Sam Lee, who once dubbed himself the crown prince of Bitcoin in Australia. That's so and, lame. Right? They're, oh, that is all, the this is so lamest. Lame. <laughs> and his partner Ryan Shu, who prevented, who promoted himself once as one of China's four Bitcoin kings. 
Oh, so we have a prince and a king. A prince and a king, exactly. Dorks. Uh, dorks. Uh, the pair are also two founders of the collapsed Australian Bitcoin company Blockchain Global, which separately owes creditors $58 million. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Failing up. Yep. Uh, yes. So I should say this, the story is, uh, it was cracked. I guess the Guardian did this big investigation, the Guardian Australia. So that's where all this takes place. Just so Okay. You know. So cool, cool. Um, so the company Hyperverse offers these returns to people of up to 300% within 600 days through a membership plan to the hyper community, quote unquote. Sounds legit. Yeah. So far. It's hundred percent like on, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. I'm like, I see no problems here. Nope. Um, investors in the hyper group were asked to pay in cryptocurrency for subscription packages with rewards accumulating in hyper units. <laughs> so you, you use fake money to buy more fake money? It, literally. Yes. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, wow. And they offer a daily rate return of 0.5%. And traditional two pyramid schemes, members were also incentivized to recruit other members. Of course. So this story's got it all. Crypto, it's got straight pyramid schemes, it's got made fake up people, people <laughs> fake people. Uh, it's perfect. Oh. Um, so again, this just uh, this basically just sort of came to light last month with this big uh, story that The Guardian had published about it. And they sort of like did research about what was going on. Um, and of course, as part of one of these kinds of things that they do, they always talk to people who are like, oh, I was scammed out of money. My life's really hard. I put so much into this nonsense. Uh, one of the people, I'm sorry, I, if if people who like didn't have money invested in this and got screwed, yeah. I don't I don't make fun of them. I make no. fun of the terrible people. Yeah, the, the ones that, yeah. Yep. Okay. And so one of these people, his, his fake name is Peter. His Alan Smithy is Peter because he didn't want people to know who he really was. Okay. Um, so the article just Peter. identifies him as Peter. Peter. Uh, was introduced to the platform by a friend while golfing. So, <laughs> you can already tell. Dorks, yes. <laughs> so, ever the prudent investor, he initially tested the system by putting in about $1,000. And he was like, you know what? This thing, this, this is going to work. I think this is great. So, uh, once he saw it was working and he saw a little bit of return on investment, basically the 0.5% uh, daily rate, he decided to go all in and he put a bunch more money in. We're going to come back to okay. Peter in a little okay, bit. Okay, Peter. Peter, yes, just remember Peter him. the golfer. Peter the golfer, he's wearing a cool, you know, whatever. He's wearing one of those golfer caps. He's got the yeah. Argyle socks pulled up over his pants. All the way up to his knees. All the way up to, to his, his knees. Up to his thighs. Up to his thighs. He's wearing an Argyle vest. He's, <laughs> he's wearing... Lululemon pants, probably. I don't know what else golfers wear. You know what? I think all of that's correct. Yes, he's wearing the red course. Nike. Yeah, the so. red Nike shirt that that uh, that Tiger Woods used to wear. Remember the really famous oh, one from yeah. the nineties? He's wearing all those things. He's golfing. Wow. What? Well, okay. He's drinking scotch. Right. He's just like, hey. I he's don't know. He's yelling I can't. at some kid who carries yeah, clubs some around. Some caddy. Exactly. He's he's terrible. Yeah. Yep. This person, Peter. We don't love him. <sighs> Um, so he invests in Hyperverse, he throws all this money in, he gets real excited, everyone's hype, appropriately, about the Hyperverse. Hyper, so, such a dumb name. It's uh, the worst. It, it gets even dumber. So in, <laughs> it How? gets dumber. How? It's okay. like those ads where they're like, it gets better, remember from back in the day? Now oh, it's like, yeah. it gets dumber. And that is pretty much everything that's happening to <laughs> everywhere right now. Guess what, everybody? It's dumber than it used to it be. It gets worse! <laughs> it's not even worse, it's just Less Dumber. good. Dumber. Less good. Less smart. Um, okay, go. So in December 2020, I'm sorry. So in December 2021, Hyperverse, Hyperverse hosts an online global launch event, and a man named Stephen Reese Lewis was introduced as the chief executive officer. So 
this part is funny because it's not like he's some guy like in shadow, like with a muffled voice, like they would do when they like people are trying to like speak up about something like they're whistleblowers or they're like rape victims right. or something and they want to hide their identity mm-hmm. um, to avoid shame. It's it's like a dude. It's a straight up dude in a suit. It's a person. Um, so he's <laughs> and this has not come out yet, but like so he's he's a, clearly like an actor of some sort now. In it retrospect. has to be. Yeah. Yeah. So they just they hired some guy to be a fake CEO of this company. This is amazing. Right. And uh, it gets it gets crazier. So no one has come out and figured out who this person is. But presumably he's got a family. He's got like parents. He's got like maybe siblings. He's met somebody at some point. So I'm just waiting for there to be the Reddit there to be like, hey, that's actually, you know, Billy Bob. So that- so. Billy Bob. <laughs> Billy Bob. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> The guy that wrote the pizza place. Yeah, he's a descendant of the pizza place guy. He's the cheese distributor that couldn't do it. And he went on to be CEO of Hyperverse. An actor. Yes. My great grandfather <laughs> was Billy Bob. The cheese distributor. The cheese from distributor. New he's, he, he supported my love of acting. And now I'm fake CEO of this company. <laughs> they have my family hostage. Anyway. Yeah. So presumably this this person somewhere, I don't know if he's on the lam. I don't know if he like went to Switzerland and got like facial reconstructive surgery so that people could never actually find him or like what it is. <laughs> but he's there. I don't know who it is. We're going to have more on that okay. at some point in the next I'm coming. I'm so excited. Yeah. In the few weeks that <laughs> in the coming weeks, know, I'm sure we'll have more information about it. I want to know everything about this guy. I do, too. I'm fascinated to know who he yeah. is. It reminds me of, I think, was it Iron Man 3 when they have the Mandarin show up and it's just Ben Kingsley who's like pretending to be the villain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen it's those sort movies. Of like that. Yes. Yes. They You've all kind seen of blend into one. <laughs> they do. Uh, anyway, so after December 2021, where they have this online event, the following month, they post a bunch of celebrity endorsement videos on Twitter. And this is where we realize these Twitter accounts, the like LinkedIn, all these different social media accounts did not exist for this guy prior to this. Okay. And... Uh, Basically, they start putting up a bunch of celebrity endorsement videos, like I said. So they are from the first person is Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, Chuck Norris. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense for some reason. (laughs) Comedian Jim Norton and uh, our boy band King and Sync's very own Lance Bass. Lance Bass. Okay, I was going to say Lance. Lance. Wait, um, they're all right? like, <laughs> they all have made endorsement videos for this guy. Now this is where it gets crazy. So there's no proof that any of these people had any idea what that they were what they were actually promoting. But tellingly, by the services that were available on Cameo at the time, people have put two and two together and realized that they just commissioned them for a Cameo mm-hmm. because you could just pay them whatever, like two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And you know, in one hand, it'll be like, hey, you know. S- whoever happy bar mitzvah or it's like happy 40th birthday or something you can also get it or, to be like hey oh my, my buddy gosh. started this new company called hyperverse uh we're really pumped about it can you just do this little video and they'll just be like yeah sure why not as long as it's not like knowingly offensive or racist or anything terrible like that they'll just record it what a loophole yeah so wow. these guys hired all these these four so steve wozniak said i'm here to support steven in the hyperverse and i can't wait for the hyperverse <laughs> Amazing. Chuck Norris states, 
that, quote, under the leadership of CEO no. Steven, Hyperverse will be the leader of a metaverse space. None of that makes sense. It's all word salad. It's word salad for sure. Yeah. Um, my favorite is Jim Norton. Jim Norton described Hyperverse as a decentralized metaverse platform with infinite possibilities and encouraged people to sign up. I strongly believe Steven will lead Hyperverse to success. Let's all join the Hyperverse. What are you waiting for? Do it now. Oh, no. Do it now. What are you waiting for? It sounds Get like a Get to the cult. chopper. <laughs> Get to the Hyperverse. The Hyperverse sounds so stupid. <laughs> It's like, make it better. Make it me want to go to it. Uh, anything that says verse in it, I'm, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm just like, no thanks. Yeah, Metaverse, hyperverse, all oh, that crap. Gone. Um, they were previously part of something called the Hyperfund. And uh, that's where the story begins for Reese Lewis. So I actually found the uh, picture that was on part of their promotional materials. Is it R-H-Y-S? Lewis? Uh, his his last... Uh, R, it's uh, Stephen R E E C E L E W I S. I was gonna say that's a solid Welsh name right there. Oh, look at that! He might be Welsh. He might not exist at all. He doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna show you the picture. So I'm gonna read off of this little blurb that they made. So this is like from the PowerPoint presentation, uh, uh talking about his bona fides, his bona fides. Okay. okay? Oh my so, gosh. And you can see a picture of him there as well. He's, he's a handsome fella. He's wearing a nice blue suit. It looks like they photo. No, 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 no. It looks like they photoshopped a mug shot onto a tiny person's body. His head is rather big for the rest of his body. That's true. That's not. No, no, no. That's not one person. That's like three people put into one person. That head does not belong on that body. I don't know, man. It's the it looks. There's video of this too, though. So it's. He has a big it, head. Yeah, and the video is like, it's not AI, you can tell. It's not like a made-up person. It's like, this guy wow. exists. Meaning like this human being exists. Whether or right. not his name is actually Stephen Reese Lewis is up for debate. Okay. So, <laughs> Stephen Reese Lewis has spent over a decade in the IT and fintech industry focusing on business management, project consultation, and communications. He started so his career as a derivatives trader with Goldman Sachs, then began his own web development company, which was later sold to Adobe. He is a proven business builder with extensive experience across emerging markets, new technologies, and digital assets. So, The Guardian reached out <laughs> to, to Goldman Sachs and to Adobe. No such person ever existed. <laughs> no such person ever worked at Goldman Sachs. No such company was ever acquired by Adobe. You, you can just make anything up. You can make anything up now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. And in 2016, he saw the disruptive potential of blockchain technology and predicted that the crypto market would be the key driving force in economic growth of the next decade. He secured nearly $10 billion from angel investors to launch an IT consulting startup advising on building blockchain business, or sorry, blockchain-based solutions for the financial markets. His strong wow. performance and drive caught the attention of Hypertech Group, which then acquired Steven's IT blockchain consultancy company in October 2020 in order to bring Steven and his team aboard in early 2021 lies but here's oh. the best part steven holds a ba in economics and mathematics from leeds university along with an mba in finance from the university of cambridge so i don't think cambridge has a finance program guess what apparently he went there but they followed up nope he didn't no such person exists Ooh. Never went to college. This is like the worst LinkedIn profile 
<laughs> like on crack with like fifty billion dollars put behind it. <laughs> Go on. Oh, wait, it says he's from the. Oh, he now he lives in Dubai. Allegedly, it says allegedly, right? Well, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. A lot anyway, of people could live in Dubai. A lot of people could live in Dubai. All made up. Um, Dubai or just the guy. <laughs> Okay, go on, please. Sorry. The hypertech group. Mm. I, I, I'll stop at this point in the conversation and say the funny part to me about this is is like it's a crucially relatable story for those of us who are in the freelance and sort of creative industries because this mm-hmm. is the kind of stuff that we have to deal with all the time. Yeah, all the time. Where we're like we're literally a one person business. So on the mm-hmm. one hand, I'm like I kind of relate to the idea of having to just be like this is our CEO that exists and like this is our creative director and this is this and that. Yeah, like it's such a strange expansion of that and like taken to like an eleven. Right. Um, but well, like of- I knew I had a friend who was a graphic designer and he had three email addresses and one of them was like HR and one was him and then one was like vice president and it was yeah. all him. Uh-huh. But it gave him some legitimacy. Yeah. This is like that, but insane. Um, but these guys have just been doing it was Shu and, and Lee were just they've been doing this for like a bunch of different times. And because it's crypto is like this insane, non-regulated thing. It's like this, you know, the whole point is right. that they're like, oh, it's decentralized. It's not really regulated by any government, which is the selling point for a lot of people, because they think that, like, you know, once the government gets involved in it, it's going to be ruined. And, you know, the potential for making more money is off the table. But it's also on the flip side. Uh, you can not do that if you are regulated. Even that's right. debatable, but. <laughs> you can do anything if you have money. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, let's go back to our friend Peter. Remember Peter? Oh my gosh, that's right, Peter. Yeah, Peter with his golf pants. Um, he's hype, dude. He loves, he hears the news about Reese Lewis and he's just like, hell yes. <laughs> my boy, Reese Lewis. He's going to take this to the moon. <laughs> What were the, what did they used to say? Huddle, 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 huddle. High, buy high. Oh shoot! They had a little phrase. Oh, buy like high, the, sell low. To the moon is yeah. all I remember. Is like we're gonna take it to the moon. Hang on, I gotta look it up because it's driving me insane. Yeah, huddle. Hold hodl. on for dear life. Huddle. I don't know this. I've never heard. No, of, it's oh, hold on, on for your dear life. life. Oh. We're going to the moon. Like we're getting straight to the moon. I just remember it diamond like, hands, which is like when you have to hold on oh, to yeah. it forever and not let it go. All of this is made up. Yep. Money yep. is made up too. Money's not a real oh, yeah. thing. None of, we, we none invented nothing's it. real. Twenty twenty four is no. All made up. Uh, anyway, so Peter, you. Peter's hype. Hodel is what you said. Hodor, Hodel. whatever. Hodor. Just <laughs> <laughs> a giant Hodel, man. Hodel, Hodel, Hodel. <laughs> he's in front of. They killed Hodel. The <laughs> I can't believe they killed Hodel. They killed Hodel. Bastards. Um, Benioff. Benny, okay. Right. Peter loves it. Seven figures on paper. He just starts making seven. I'm sorry. His investment grows to seven figures on paper. He's balling. He's just like, I'm going to buy a yacht. I'm going to buy, I don't know, avocado toast, whatever. Something is expensive. He's hyped. He's stoked. Right. New Argyle sweater. I'm going to buy a second golf course for the other golf course in my backyard. Gonna buy a caddy. I'm going like to buy a, a, a like caddy. A Cadillac. A boy. <laughs> Oh boy, I'm gonna purchase this young man. <laughs> okay. And as soon as he's like, all right, let's do it. Uh, but when he starts to try and withdraw money, he gets a message and it says that the transaction is pending. 
Mm, okay. This was then followed by error messages, such as there being a glitch in the server or technical issues. And, you know, our friend Peter is like, yeah, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. All right. Just stay calm. Hodel. <laughs> Hoder. Hodel. Hoder. Hodel. Hodel. who? <laughs> Hold on for dear. Life. Right. Life. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think he's, of a different name. Hodel. He's like, Hodel, it's all good. You don't know. Don't panic. This is this is what the government wants you to think, but these are just independent free thinkers who are trying to make us a bunch of bucks. So he's chilling. He's getting a okay. little bit nervous, but he's not freaking out yet. Then in August 2022, the Hungarian Central Bank releases a statement warning customers not to exercise or I'm sorry, warning customers to exercise due diligence before investing in the hyperverse which used to be called the Hyperfund scheme, uh, Hyperfund Fund, uh, comparing the system underpinning them to a suspected pyramid scheme behind which there's no real economic activity. The only income of the system is payments of new entrants. <laughs> now. Naturally. Slowly, people start to wise up and they're like, this might be a disaster. We don't really know what's happening. Where's our money? Which, of course... They come up with another idea. So they start another platform. No. Yep. And they jump to another platform, and this time they call it Hyper Nation. And they launch on YouTube, which I'm going to send you the picture right now. We'll put this on the oh screen. Oh, my gosh. Be careful. Okay. So this is the guy, his name. Okay. So before you see it. So okay. <laughs> they okay. launch on YouTube. This is the guy uh, that comes out to announce it. He's he's like an evangelist. He's like the brand you know, person yeah. for uh, hypernation. His name is Mr. H. And <laughs> he literally That's looks like, yeah, exactly. He looks like, <laughs> no, I'm the one who looks like your father. <laughs> you do look like my dad. Yeah. Handsome man. Um, what do you Mr. want me to say to that? <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a handsome guy. Uh, <laughs> Mr. H looks like, what 3PO from Star Wars would be wearing if he went to an eyes wide shut robot orgy. Are you ready? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Send it, send it. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <gasps> Can I? This is so stupid. <laughs> well, why does he have greats like... Okay, so we I can see. I don't know. His mouth looks like it's always like it's just like it doesn't oh, move. Oh, it's a, no, no. So they're they're borrowing from the iconography of of uh, anonymous, right? So it's like Stop. it's supposed to be like a weird gold <laughs> digital version of the Guy Fox mask, I think, because they're also wearing the hoodie and he's wearing the yeah. black gloves and the black jacket. <laughs> this is the dumbest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I would Halloween buy one. costume. Yeah, perfect yeah. Halloween costume. Yeah, wow. Uh, oh, wow. The, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. look this up. <laughs> yes. There was also a lady. Uh, let me send you the other picture. Uh, so this is all part of the Hypernation launch. Uh, there was a lady whose name was Miss N. So there's oh, Mr. Geez. H and Miss N. Oh, and they sort see. of do, they're trying to do like this. <laughs> How do you describe what she's wearing to the listeners? Um, it looks like she's wearing a skirt on her face. <laughs> but, but also wearing like the, the Zorro mask with like a feather. But it's it's, it's a like masquerade. a frilly. It's a it's masquerade, masquerade, but it's like a frilly skirt. It's like a doily skirt. 
that hangs from the Zorro mask on the front. It, 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 uh, with a it feather. It looks like someone was like, hey, we're going to have a period part, like a party, not a period party, like a period era, like dress like you're in the 1890s. And then some, she just doesn't know how to do that and comes showing up and like she found things in a costume store. She looks like so stupid. It looks I'm insane. I'm really angry at this. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> I, I hate everything about this. The way she's holding her hands like, oh, I'm a tech person. Ugh. But wearing a, the dumbest outfit I've ever seen. I'm anyway, so annoyed. Okay. I'm so annoyed with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our Halloween costume. I'll be Mr. H and you're going to be Miss N. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or cosplay. Cosplay at the, ne- at the next convention we go to. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, are you from an anime? Uh, what is we'll this? Say, no, worse. <laughs> We're from real life. <laughs> uh Anyway, so they put out this video, and of course, everyone's like, dude, what the hell is going on? And so the investigations start to get crazy. Now, notably, Reese Lewis was absent from the video, our, our boy. Oh, our yeah, boy yeah, Reese yeah. wasn't in the video, and now all of a sudden, people are like, what the hell is going on? What is this weird, like, C-3PO, eyes wide shut, orgy mask? There's no CEO. Why is this woman wearing a, a skirt on her face? What the hell is this? <laughs> So nobody freaks out more than our friend Peter, golfer Peter, right? Of course. Peter suddenly puts the pieces together and he's like, holy crap, I'm screwed. (laughs) All my money is just like, bros. I made a huge mistake. Yeah, I made a huge mistake. (laughs) So what does he do? Now, you and I, we are, if we were found in this position, we would feel shame. We mm-hmm. would feel embarrassment, mm-hmm. but we would probably have to go to at least talk to a lawyer of some sort, mm-hmm. right? We'd be like maybe a lawyer or somebody who's a financial advisor that we know. We try and get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. But our friend Peter, no, that's not what he does. He thinks different. That's why he invested in this in the first place, because he's he's a, he's a think different person. Uh-huh. He thinks outside the box. So what it's does he do? When, when somebody says they think outside the box, they never, everyone always well, assumes it's smarter. Yeah. But Which sometimes box? it's not. Yeah. Like sometimes Which... it's not smarter. No, no. In the case of Peter, what does he do? He goes and he runs several seminars to help recruit mm. others into the scheme. <laughs> <laughs> dig, the, dig the hole deeper. <laughs> Digs it deeper. Quote, I recruited 18 people. And I have lost 16 friends who don't talk to me anymore, which I'm like, who are the two people that are still talking to him? (laughs) He said that? He said that. In total. I'm speechless. I know, right? In total, Peter lost $100,000. That's okay. Yeah. It's a good amount of money. Not that bad for him. For him, I guess. He threw in 100 grand. All Listen, the moral of the story with Peter is don't trust your golfing friends. Don't even golf. Don't golf. It's a waste of water. <laughs> it's a waste of land. It's a huge waste of land. <laughs> uh, mini golf. Mini golfing is cool, but don't yeah, do like real fine. golfing. Clown golfing is it? Yeah, that's clown golfing like is the best. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you might think, what the hell's going on, right? So yeah. um, technically, Hyperverse is claiming that because it was a membership-based product, remember, they're not investing directly. They're buying a membership for them to do some sort of return on investment because it was a membership-based product. It did not qualify as an investment product requiring financial regulator oversight. Of course, this is not the view of financial authorities uh, in Australia where Hyperverse has been most active. Um, So a report from the US-based blockchain analysis 
chain analysis, I guess is what it's called, estimates consumer losses to Hyperverse in 2022 amounted to be $1.3 billion. <laughs> and the two dudes who started it, Lee relocated to Dubai in 2021, presumably to hang out with Lewis. Uh, and the whereabouts of Shu are unknown. <laughs> oh, he's gone? <laughs> no one just, knows where he is. He just went missing. Yeah. He's in the... He's in the blockchain, wow. probably. It's like Tron. He goes yeah. into the game. <laughs> what? Yep. Okay, so... <laughs> this is so stupid. So, <laughs> like, okay, okay, keep, keep going, keep going. No, that's it. So no one knows where that's it is. It? So, so <laughs> no, <laughs> that's it. There's no satisfying ending to this. They basically took the money and run. They lost $1.3 billion. Our friends much money. Reese Lewis may or may not even exist as a person. He might have had like Listen. facial transplant surgery. We don't know. I'm just I want to know who this guy is. I want to know who the actor was that got hired for this role. No. I want to know what they promised he, him. He was from Central Casting. Central. He, they just picked him out. Like this guy kind of looks like he could be a white, like a clean cut white guy who wears a suit. It's interesting. Interesting, right? It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Hey there. This is Adreed Kava, here to give that poor little guy host Kava a break. Hannah and I would like to ask you for help by going to nebula.tv slash 500 open tabs and signing up for Nebula, where they have exclusives like Why Our TVs Wanted to Kill Us in 90s Movies by Tech Alter. Ever noticed that 90s movies were obsessed with evil media? Shows plunging societies into ruin, video games that trap and torture players, and VHS types that kill anyone that watches them? What caused this sudden obsession? These kinds of wonderful video essays never cease to amaze me. I had to get a master's and go countless thousands of dollars into debt. But you kids now? You can get an annual subscription to Nebula that gives you the same insights for the cost of a carton of eggs at the time of this recording, probably. You can find this video and dozens of other high production originals on Nebula, a video streaming platform built by and for creators. And along with videos and podcasts, you can now learn new skills in Nebula's fully produced classes. Go to nebula.tv slash 500 open tabs and get 40% off an annual subscription. By signing up, you can support other creators like Maggie Mayfish, Princess Weeks, and many more. Remember, sign up at nebula.tv slash 500 open tabs. Otherwise, Hannah and I will assume you hate us and will cry, much like host Kava is doing right now from not being allowed to talk for a whole two minutes. Anyway, that's wow. my tab. Yeah, that's my tab. I'm sticking to the, it. That is so funny and so dumb. Poor Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris got roped oh. into this. Lance oh, Bass. He's, they're fine. Steve Wozniak? Steve Wozniak that's, was a sweet man. That's the one I'm weirded out about. It's like, Steve, like, get a better agent. Or like, yeah. get a better... Person Listen, that tells if Steve you what Jobs to do. were still alive, this never would have happened because he would have yelled no. at Wozniak and be like, what are you doing? Go ahead. Pretty funny because mine is also about an imposter. Oh, really? Um, and a fake, a fake, pretty much a fake person. <laughs> How the hell does this keep happening? I don't know. I we don't did know. Not, we, we did not no. coordinate this. No. So, we're just, we have such good ESPN that we're like, <laughs> my <laughs> It's like Mean Girls where she's like... It's going to rain today. That's literally that? what just that. Yes, exactly. ESPN. Okay. Uh, ESP. Uh, so I have had this tab open. Again, I dug deep. So I'm really into Wikipedia, which is why these are all Wikipedia tabs. Um, 
but this is about somebody named Princess Caribou. Princess Caribou. Princess Caribou. So again, I'm going back to 19th century England, but no like rotting jaws or anything. It's more just about um, a big liar. So I'm, it's, I'm laughing because this was my last podcast musical explaining was just like every musical took place in 1800s England, which was like a running gag that I had with my previous host, Angie. So I'm just laughing that I'm like, it I continues. Wow. I can't escape 19th century England, apparently. No. No, anyway, I'm because, sorry. Uh, for some reason, everyone loves reading about it, me included. Um, train wreck. That's yeah, why so many train wrecks are set in yeah. 18th century England. Oh, yeah. So many of them. Dude, I went to a musical in Regent Park in London. Why? Was, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I went and we watched, what's the one? Pirates of Penzance. Oh, they're going to say Pirates of the Caribbean, which I didn't know was a musical, but I never saw Pirates of Penzance. It's not, you know. I know. Are pirates? Are they like, yar, 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 we're pirates. Pretty much. That's kind of fun. But I zoned, I zoned out. I don't even know what it's about. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> I was like paying attention to the like, bird sounds. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm yeah, outside. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> And there was a lot of dancing and petticoats. And I was like, Ugh. And I was into theater at the time. So I was, should have been paying attention. Anyway, sorry to make this about musicals. No, no, no. I interrupted. I'm sorry. I just um, thought it was funny that I'm back in 18th century. Or sorry, 19th century hop England in, again. Um, hop into the whatever they drove. Carriages. Okay, 1817. We're in the village of Almondsbury, England. And it's Almondsbury. in Gloucester. Yeah, it's in the county of Gloucester. So okay. um, a cobbler and his mm-hmm. wife uh, found this woman just wandering around. And she was wearing what they called foreign and exotic clothes. Oh, interesting. Um, she seemed out of it, disoriented, confused, like kind mm-hmm. of, you know. Um, and she kept speaking in a foreign language that everyone's like, that doesn't sound real. Because uh, it wasn't. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, she spoke in this language and they're like, oh, well, let's take her. Let's take her to a place called the Overseer of the Poor. Which the is Overseer the most, of the Poor. Which is the most... 19th century English job I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> so it's these people who are elected reluctantly okay. to be in charge of poor relief, which is like making sure poor people aren't mostly misbehaving. It wasn't really about feeding them or taking care of them. Oh, it was about keeping them This is not like place. a welfare, uh, social no, welfare no, no, thing. No, no. This is literally just to lecture poor people of being like, yes. have you tried not being poor? <laughs> have you tried not being crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. The guy in charge of the poor people in the county of Gloucester, where mm-hmm. Almondsbury is, is a dude named Samuel Worrell. Sam Worrell. Sam Worrell. <laughs> Sam Worrell. <laughs> I'm sorry, are I'm just repeating saying, everything. Are you saying rural or Worrell? The, the rural general Sam Worrell. The Raja. Raja. Sam Worrell. I'm just going to say Sam Worrell like that every time. Okay, Sam Worrell. Anyway, Sam Worrell. He had been elected the previous Easter. Every Easter, they elect the overseer of the poor, maybe because it makes them feel more Christ-like or whatever. But uh, okay, you know. yeah, that makes sense. I get it. But it was mostly just there to keep social structure and social hierarchy um, under the guise of taking care of people. So this guy, Samuel Worrell, and his wife, who was American, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird for the time, because usually... No, I'm not even going to go into that. That's a whole different tab. Um, and neither... <laughs> no, no, it's... The, just real quick, though, is it that the English didn't marry Americans at that point? It's that, that rural English people didn't really marry outside of their county or outside of their area. I see. Um, They're very provincial in that way. Not until later. Like, like a lot of times, like, they would marry American heiresses or heirs to bring money back into the estates. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, really rich people. Like, think of Downton Abbey. That's what the guy 
in Downtown Abbey did. He married. I have not watched uh, Downtown Arby's. Don't, you don't have to, you know, <laughs> Downtown Arby's. <laughs> That's what Sarah and I always call it. Don't eat at Downtown Arby's. <laughs> downtown Arby's is not great. Um, okay, so she was American, and she was like, even I can't understand this lady. Um, and the only thing they could figure out was that her name was Caribou. Carib- <laughs> C-A-R-A-B-O-O. <laughs> not Caribou. <laughs> so here's where it gets like, Definitely, predictably more racist. Um, everyone's yeah, like, gonna... "Oh, <laughs> everyone's like, she must be Asian <laughs> oh. <laughs> because she keeps saying nanas when pointing to a pineapple, which is <laughs> let me point out, English is the only language that yeah. has a word pineapple. Every other language has something on the form of nana or or uh, on- ananas is in Farsi. Ananas, that's what you yeah. would say. Yeah, it's I was like, oh, I'd be like, hey, I understand. <laughs> yeah, like oh, pineapple, but they're like. She's not calling it a pineapple. She's calling it what Indonesian people call pineapples. They just picked it a, a South yeah. Asian. Like it, you anyway. mean there's languages other than English? What the hell? And the other reason they thought she was maybe Indonesian or Chinese is because she only sleeps on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Look, I don't. So Sam, Sam Worrell. Sam like, Worrell. He's like, well, I know what poor people look like. And this is a poor person. <laughs> I need this beggar to be arrested and taken to like the jail in Bristol, which is like, oh. anyway, so she, they arrest her and she's the whole time. She's just like talking in this other language and, you know, like everyone's like, whoa, who is this? Um, and while she's in jail, a Portuguese sailor was there for some reason. And he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I understand her. And his name was Manuel. And he was like, no, no, no. She's saying that she's a princess from an uh-huh. island called Havasu. Or Javasu in the Indian Ocean, and that she jumped overboard in a pirate boat. She was kidnapped by pirates, and then she jumped. And then she jumped overboard in the Bristol Channel, hence (gasps) washing up. Yeah. So this guy's like, "Oh yeah, I get it." She she told me everything, and then he we never hear about him again. (laughs) Um, So was she speaking Portuguese this whole time? No. Or did that guy just make it up? (laughs) I think he made all of that up. I mean, come on, you're in jail, you're, you're bored. You're like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna help this lady have a story. I mean, that's or... 100% something that you and I would have done if we were arrested because that's the way our brains work. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, actually, this lady, she's... Um, you don't even know. She's an outlaw, and she yeah. <laughs> jumped off of... Anyway. He just yes-anded the hell out of that situation. No, or I think maybe she let him in on the secret. And oh, oh, okay, okay. He maybe helped her... You know, Ooh, get out of jail that thickens. way. Okay. So, I mean, we never hear about him again. So, who knows? Um, Manuel, thinking about you. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. I hope wherever, you're doing well. Whatever grave you're in. Um, so, after hearing that, the Worrells were like, dollar signs. You know, <laughs> Sam and his wife. Yeah. We're like, ooh, this is, we're going to take get her out of jail. And we're going to bring Reward her back money. and she's going to live with us. <laughs> what? <laughs> she lived with them. Do so you want to kidnap the princess? No, no, they just got her out of jail. Didn't they want to? Okay, what's where's the money sign here though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because they want to, they want to get people to come see her. Oh, oh, I see, I see. They're gonna That's, exploit her. That was her. the thing. If someone was different, that was like money. Oh, <laughs> for, interesting. For they were just like this person has three three nipples. We're, bring them in. Right, right, right. It's like a circus freak showy <laughs> yes. kind of thing. Come and look at the third nipple. Um, <laughs> don't know why that was the thing that came to my head, but hey, man, what's what's whatever was in your heart. Third, yeah. My heart is a third nipple. <laughs> it is. It is my third nipple. It's my third nipple. Anyway, um, so they're like, "Yeah, let's let her live with us." And for the next few months, 
people would come by and just look at this exotic princess and because and mm-hmm. she, she could use a bow and arrow really well Interesting. and um she could fence uh okay. and she would swim naked <laughs> So and she's clearly, like, she's upper crust if she's doing like fencing, right? Well, fencing you, you is not like a poor people sport. No. Or you she was kind of just... rich to do fencing, I think. Right. I think so. I, I mean, at least I imagine that people who fence are like, I don't know anybody who's ever, I actually, no. that's not true. I have known people who have fenced, but they're not poor really? people usually. Yeah. No, they're like very wealthy. Yeah. Um, well, she could fence and uh, she could, she would swim naked in the rivers and stuff and all the English people had to be like, oh, I don't like that. Murr. But really, they were like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's really what they were. That's what <laughs> Sam Earl was charging for. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also prayed to Allah. But she, it was pronounced, she pronounced it Alawala. Alawala? Alawala Bang Bang? It was like some bastardization of an actual prayer um okay and so they were like oh she's from the middle east or wherever indonesia they just kept pulling out names like oh maybe she's this she's just exotic well indonesia is in the middle east as we all famously know this is this is a correct fact (laughs) (laughs) she also where was the other place they said that that they thought she was from china china China, yeah china indonesia middle east it's all one place together place yeah yeah outside of england England, yes it's all one place (laughs) Everything outside of England also continues to be England if the English had it their way. Everything outside of England is future England. (laughs) 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 So, so she kept wearing exotic clothing. Um, And then this doctor came around and his name was Dr. Wilkinson. And I don't know what kind of doctor he was, but he looked at her and he's like, yep, she's Asian. (laughs) Because apparently... (laughs) That, that was his diagnosis. <laughs> Pretty well. He looked at the back of her head and found a bunch of surgical scars that were like oh, really rough. And okay. he's like, only, only a, a quote unquote, oh, I can't even say the word. Never mind. <laughs> only an Asian person, only what an Asian hell? doctor would do this. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. And, and he used this thing. He's like, and I figured out her language too. It is Indonesian. Um, I used I figured I figured it out by using this thing called a pantographia, which is what like an encyclo- encyclopedia of known alphabets, which okay. we haven't heard of it because it probably didn't even work. Because this guy was also made up too. <laughs> Look, it's, he's like I'm going to go start a tech company. Yeah, was his name Reese Lewis? <laughs> that was the yeah, name oh of the my doctor. gosh, yeah. <laughs> Tur- turns out Wilkinson was wrong, and so was the pantographia. <laughs> um, and after her portrait circulated in the papers. There was a woman who ran a boarding house who looked at the paper and went, that looks a lot like Mary. Oh. And she's like, mm, something's not sitting right. That mm. looks like Mary. And so she tells the whorls, hey, okay. that's not who you think it is. It's this lady named Mary who used to live here. And after that, it all fell apart. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it turns out Princess Caribou was a servant girl named Mary Wilcox. Okay. She was born in Devon to a cobbler. Devonshire, uh, which is a little bit, it's like south. How far is it south from west, Southwest of Bristol. So not too far. Like she could have easily made the trip. Give, and, me, a, um, give me give me a ref, Bay Area reference point. Oh, I want to say like two hours, like from, from San Jose to Sacramento. Okay. All right. So I, she's from Sacramento. She's like originally from also, Sacramento now I living in San know, Jose. Because <laughs> every English, every over there, they're like, 
Like when I was living over there, they're like, you're driving to Scotland. Why? And I'm like, it's only five <laughs> hours. And they thought I was insane. So oh, that's like we're I in the same state. <laughs> don't know. Actually, I think it's probably like, like I'm going to get people are going to be like, you idiot. <laughs> How do you not know how to get from Bristol to Devonshire? <laughs> Listen, um, we'll open another tab about this in a future episode yeah. and figure out exactly the distance. Um, Apologi- I apologize. I'm sure I'm wrong, but it wasn't like a big long. Anyway, um, she hadn't been able to find another place to stay because she'd been hopping from boarding house to boarding house, which was very common in the day. Because people would usually leave their families if there wasn't much there to do, and they would go mm-hmm. get jobs in bigger houses. Okay. Because um, I love censuses. I don't know if you knew that. I love sensei. Sensei. That's my my go to is to add i at the end of everything. Senses like testes. Um, yeah, senses. <laughs> but a lot of <laughs> a lot of senses um, <laughs> had boarding houses that were pages of people's names because I would find family members. Oh, they were at a boarding house. They must have just been stopping by for like a month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very common to do that. And so she couldn't find anywhere to live. So she was like, I know what I'll do. <laughs> I am going to pretend to be an Indonesian princess. So she invented her own language based on Romani okay. and her imagination. So she made all of it up, except for she threw some Romani words in there. Interesting. Um, and... She also created this elaborate backstory about being a princess and the harsh looking scars on her head turned yeah. out to be done by an English doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Who performed wow. a bot the who performed a bot <laughs> a botched cupping operation. What the hell is which, that? Like putting cups on people's like bodies. People athletes do it. Have you ever seen those like athletes with big brown like <laughs> shoulders? I, can't. <laughs> I only know cupping when they do like uh, when they do uh, needling. Why, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, acupuncture when they do cupping. That's that's not that's, what you're talking about. You're talking no, about something it's else. Part of it. Cupping could be like I looked it up for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not going to say I know anything about it. But it gave her scars that they blamed on um, primitive doctors. But um, it's not. It's not like a like a brain surgery or something. No, no, it no. was like okay. It's like putting that's cups what, on. Mm, Okay. No, no, no. But I just think like, uh, but I was asking though, because you said that she had the scar in the back of her head. Mm-hmm. And for a second, I was thinking that like they took out part of her brain oh. or something like that. But you're saying that's not the case. It was just like no, a sort of surface like scar. Pseudoscience. But yeah, it I was see. an English okay. doctor in a poor house hospital years before. So the press went insane. They were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? English doctor bad, actually? <laughs> no, they were just... <laughs> Same they were just world. Like, <laughs> Sam I'm sorry. Worrell. Sam, how did I know you would do something with the name Sam Worrell? Because I'm I an wrote idiot, it down and I'm like, he's going to do something with this name, and I don't know what. <laughs> you spend entirely too much time with me, trapped behind a table. That's why. We can leave whenever we want. Yes, we can. <laughs> okay. Um. So the press went nuts. They're like, she's not real, and so it was like this huge thing, and it all everyone started making fun of. Uh, middle class people that were rural. They're like, these idiots fell for it. Oh my God. <laughs> when literally anyone would have fallen for it. <laughs> this is the same time when somebody like sewed together a fish and um, a monkey skeleton and called oh, it a mermaid. Right, right, right. And yeah, everyone's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah! yeah, that's real. <laughs> like, I think even like nobles were like, whoa. Um, this is getting out of control. <laughs> so. The worlds were like, oh, <laughs> we're idiots. Um, but Mrs. World's American. So she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send her to America and get her out of our hair. So she sends her to Philadelphia. And okay. when, she, when she gets to Philly, uh, Mary Wilcox is like, I'm not done with Princess Caribou. 
I am going to. I am gonna, I'm going to Broadway. I am going to do this until I can't. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she tries performing as Princess Caribou in America, and nobody cares. What she goes to New York, and everyone's like, whatever. And then she goes back. <laughs> she goes back to England, tries to perform in London, where everyone's uh-huh. like, you again? <laughs> no, no, no. We know you. And then France and Spain, where again everyone was over. How it. is she getting money to go all these places? Who's booking her? That's what I want I don't to know. know. Does she have and an I, agent? I think she probably. You know what? I don't know. She's like she gets signed to CAA in the 1830s. They're like, we're gonna she, get you a Netflix deal. <laughs> She's big on Twitter. Get on TikTok. TikTok. She's just on TikTok. Racist princess, princess yeah. caribou on TikTok. So finally. She gives it up because obviously no one cares. <laughs> and she marries this. She moved back to England and she marries this guy named Richard Baker. And they have a kid named Mary. <laughs> Mary Baker. After herself. They used to do that a lot. It was so yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. Mary well, Ann. Dudes, dudes, dudes keep doing that, right? She's just Mary yeah. Baker the second. Mary, yeah. Mary, Mary Baker Jr. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. That's too much. That's too many Marys. Like, Mary. Anyway. So in the late 1830s, this is like 15 years, 20, almost 20 years after okay. she started, she washed up Being on shore. Princess Caribou. Yeah. She was earning money by, you want to guess? Um, baking. Worse. <laughs> uh, eating. Selling leeches. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next guess, clearly. Selling she would, leeches. She would go outside hospitals. And sell them leeches. Leech for you, governor. <laughs> Which is by then people kind of knew it didn't work. But oh, they I was going to say by that it. point was it no longer like a uh, thing? We hadn't they hadn't quite reached that like Charles Darwin era of like this is BS, you know. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. But they were so like, well, maybe. Um, I'm saying as if I know. Yeah, sometimes you just got to sling some leeches to feed your kid that's named after you. She did this job for 30 years. Whoa! I'll tell you one thing. This woman's dedicated to what she does. She is. She never She committed to the gag, and then she committed to selling leeches. She's kind of like a... She's probably brilliant. Like... uh, Yeah. A genius. Like, how do you convince people? I mean... I mean, that's like a serious commitment to uh, potentially just a gag, right? A bit. Yeah. That's how long in total was she Princess Caribou? Because that's also a lot of places to go to. She gave up around mid 1820s, so about less than ten years. But ten years almost yeah. of just being a fake she person. Kept, <laughs> she kept, and here's the thing: she didn't change her act. That was her problem. She, she needed to make it. Okay, so so here's after selling leeches for thirty years, she <laughs> she got she a golden falls. leech. <laughs> She's a factory. She invites children. Yeah. Um. And then she dies after she falls. Which is randomly. Like, we're just laughing at her for falling. Pretty normal for older people to fall and it'd be really, really it's devastating. really terrible, yeah. So she died in 1864. And her daughter took over the leech business. Okay. <laughs> and she she kept selling leeches outside of hospitals until 1900. Whoa! So for the next, you know... But she worked. She lived alone. Marianne never married. She lived alone in a house full of cats. That's what the <laughs> article said. It was like a she was like a, a cat hoarder. Oh um, my god! And then in 1900, she died in a fire. <laughs> Where? Like in the house with all the cats? <laughs> Did the cats? Did one of the cats set it on fire? One of the cats was like, "I'm done with this. I can't live with the leech lady anymore. I can't look at one more leech." 
How many leeches were you looking at? No, well, she had a house fire, and that is the end of that family line. But dear lord. So that was yeah. She she kind of fooled a bunch of people. Um, and you know, I I admire her dedication. Yeah, the commitment to the bit is is admirable. That's tough. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're you're a really good performer or an actor. Find a friend mm-hmm. who's a good writer. Combine your yes. forces. That's what you need. She couldn't write. And start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, start a podcast. <laughs> Basically, she was the Daniel Day-Lewis of her time in terms of just being full-on method. But she just didn't have a director like no. Paul Thomas Anderson to put her in the role of her life. It's and a shame. And also, everyone hated theater people back then. As opposed to now, where theater people are revered. <laughs> revered. <where> everyone loves them. <laughs> 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 we do love you theater people thank you no really i was one of you <clears throat> i was point. amongst one of you for many years what or i was amongst oh, all of oh. you for years yes that's right <laughs> remember that other podcast i used to do it's about musicals it's the second yeah. time i brought it up this episode mm-hmm. go listen to it yeah. new episodes next totally week. yeah you totally you barely even listen to your own episode which is my favorite part I was on that mus- the musical explaining podcast. I listened to half of my episode. <laughs> You're like uh, this Hannah Hillen person. Not for me. Not really interested. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my anyway, story. Mary Baker, right? Mary Wilcox Baker. Mary yeah. Wilcox Baker, the multi generational <laughs> leech slanger <laughs> and performance artist. Renowned around the world. A leechmonger. Wouldn't that leech be more? Leechmonger. Yeah. Leeching off. Resume. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was a leechmonger for 60 years. <laughs> 60 years. I put that on her LinkedIn. Yeah. Actually, it was 30. Um, LinkedIn. 30 years. Leached uh, in. Leached That's a bad in. one. That's a bad one. Linked out. Uh, amazing. Anyway. Uh, that was great. That was, uh, that was quite the ride. Yeah. Uh, th- that had a lot of twists and turns. What so was the yours. what was the uh, the what do you say? It was a Portuguese sailor or a pirate yeah. or something? What was that Manuel. guy's name? Manuel, that guy. Yeah, I don't. I want to know is. where that guy went. I'll see if I can find him. See, she should have just paired up with him. That guy knew how to write. He, he immediately got on that. He's like, immediately, Here we go. they should just let him Here out of go. prison and just allowed them to like flourish. Manuel and Mary. I almost called her Sarah because everyone was named Sarah or Mary. Still is. Yeah, it's true. My wife is. Uh, okay, so what does that mean now, Hannah? It's time for us for to, to close, close yeah. a tab. For, us for to close our tabs. Us for okay. to close the tabs. All right, you ready? Let me pull it up. Uh, okay, Your turn you got to yours? Yeah, I, oh, no, I don't. You do not. <laughs> Where is mine? Where did it go? Oh, here Where it is. Where did it go? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. It's gone. Should be a bunch of leech noises this time. <laughs> Just sucking that blood right out of the tab. <laughs> Sorry, the tab is the blood. The tab is the blood. The tabs. Yeah. I don't know. This metaphor is very strange. It's not working. Um, <laughs> that felt good. Actually, that was the first time that felt good. Really? <laughs> yes. That's the, the first one. I was like, but wait. But wait! This I don't one. want you to leave. Almost Come good. back. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, okay. Now it's time for listener mail. Listener emails. You should uh, go first. Oh, I think you went first last time. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I We're all friends here. I don't here. remember. Sure. So this is from um, Annie. Annie in Brooklyn. 
and, and in Brooklyn. She says, I recently came across an old photo of the original on-site hotel at John F. Kennedy Airport at work one day. Mm-hmm. I was curious because I like old hotels and looking at photos of them in their prime. Charm still intact. Lots of our, lots are aware of the current hotel at JFK. I'm not. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I've never stayed there. It's a oh, it's a beloved mid-century modern TWA hotel that was created by repurposing the original TWA flight center. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, you that's like, kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I had never heard of its predecessor, the International Hotel. Okay. Uh, it opened in 1958, but early information is hard to come by. Instead. All you see, you see is desolate, depressing photos of the building from the 2000s when it was branded as the Ramada Plaza, <laughs> JFK. It's just like two depressing things, like the Ramada Plaza and the president that got assassinated. Like, thanks. That's where I want to stay. Yep. The name was, was uh, sorry, the name originated when in the 90s. Oh, sorry, sorry. I skipped a, skipped a sentence. It's okay. Um Ramada Plaza. What I found most interesting, though, was its nickname, Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. The name originated when in the 90s, it was used as temporary housing for family members of passengers and crew who were victims of airplane crash incidents. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That was not what I expected. No. (laughs) Many waited there for the remains of their family members to be returned. This place sounds haunted. (laughs) To be be recovered, identified, and released. Very grim. It closed in 2009. (laughs) And as far as I know, is still abandoned and still stands. (gasps) Annie. Dear Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Annie. Where are we going to put all these crying people? Put them in that Uh, hotel. Yeah. (laughs) Can't put all these crying people in the middle of an airport. It's a bummer. (laughs) You know, put them into this. I bet you this place is haunted now. It sounds like it's filled with the spirits of. Could you imagine being in there? Yes, I feel like like that's a good movie. And everyone's crying. No one's. That's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good (laughs) horror film. You know what would be a really no 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 a good movie would be if it would be if you wanted to be a comedy. Somebody books a hotel room and they show up to like have a vacation in New York and everyone's sad. That's it. That's the comedy. <laughs> That's the gag. When they get there, everyone's sad, and they're like, "Wah wah!" Roll credits. <laughs> and this, the, the the guy has to just watch everybody, you know, body bags after body bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I realize I don't know how to do comedy, so you're you're very good at comedy. That's not true. Uh, do you have one? Uh, yes. So <clears throat> you're gonna love this one. Uh, let's see. So Morgan from San Anselmo writes, "Dear 500 Tabs." My husband told me about this episode of The Daily, and I'd had it sitting open to listen to for a few weeks now and finally listened to it the other day. The name of the episode, Hannah, is The Year of Taylor Swift. How the pop star's era's tour dominated 2023. You want to get me canceled right now by all the Swifties? (laughs) Here at the beginning of our podcast? Listen. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Let's just keep going. So Mm -hmm. Morgan goes on to write, I've been a fan since the beginning, so the content wasn't new info to me, but it was a great quick primer on Taylor Swift's songwriting style for those who just see her as another pop star. Uh, Even one of the hosts of the pod was on the verge of tears talking about how she related to the song My Tears Ricochet, even though her situation was obviously quite different from Taylor's. Uh, I'm glad to have closed the tab and checked off one of the many things I open and promise myself I'll come back to. Sincerely, Morgan. Um, So you're a huge fan of Taylor Swift. This is Mm -hmm. what I've gathered from this. I also love the Ricochet 
song. <laughs> do you, what's I, I don't know which song that is. Do you know what it is? Oh, I don't either. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I here's my here. I mean, I can make a public statement on Taylor oh, Swift no. right now. You should were there we get the a night. lawyer? Yeah, should we get Giuliani in to like help you with your public statement? <gasps> you could do it. He helped Rudy. that pizza boy. Pizza boy. <laughs> it was all. I'm a pizza man, lady. <laughs> no, I think I'm so I'm so happy that people get are happy because of her. That's smart. Yeah, it's a smart move. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, happiness is good. I but you're you're somewhat isolated from it. I live in the den of no, a Swifty. Really, I live with one. Yeah, I can't Your escape wife. it. Okay. Yeah. So no, I I hear it a lot. Give in. I listen. All I have to say is that my powers of disassociation have only grown stronger over the years. You've become you've become inhuman. You can leave I, I, not I just really your have. body, but yeah. your house <laughs> and the city, and you can be out there looking down at a world that you can just say, "There's no Taylor Swift there." It's not here. Uh, no. You know, it's funny. It reminded me. I was going to tell you the story real quick, which I because it's yeah. cracked me up. Because okay. it reminded me of like, I have a history of this where when everybody is like really into a thing, mm-hmm. I get like stubborn and I dig my heels in and I'm like, Same. absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And it's illogical. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the merits of what the thing is. It's and just my aversion. a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my entire life. I'm like, I'm not yes. going to do that. Yeah. Lady Gaga? No. No. And then I listen to her. I'm like, she's really good. Lady Gaga was amazing. Yeah. We so missed good. that. <laughs> yeah. So boy, boy bands. Uh, I remember in college, uh, I went to school. I think I'm trying to remember. So Kill Bill comes out in like 2003, I think, or four. I forget the exact year. It's somewhere around there. Uh, I'm in college at the time. I'm in art school. And of course, Uh everybody in art school is like, this is the greatest piece of cinema that has ever existed. They have Mm -hmm. just talking about it constantly, nonstop. Every conversation is about Kill Bill. And me (laughs) being who I am is like, absolutely not. I'm never going to watch that movie. (laughs) And people are like, what is wrong with you? We're trying to share this thing that's great and get you really excited about it. And I'm just like, no, digging my heels in deeper. I did this for years, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you are you are. Preaching to the, I am the exact same way. Yeah, it's really dumb. We should be like this. Yes, it's we just make all of our friends upset. Please just listen to this. Please just watch this. And I'm like, no, I can't. I just there's something that takes over my brain, and it's like I cannot enjoy this because other people are too excited about it. They need to be less excited. That I'm, we're not saying I'm not saying other people are wrong. I'm saying I'm broken. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the point of this is to say that like I'm an idiot in this scenario. Uh, but. There's a fun, so there's, but that, this story has a happy ending, which is, I think oh. like four years later or something, I'm at Thanksgiving and I'm with my, uh, my brother-in-law and it was somehow the topic of Kill Bill came up and he was like, oh, you never saw this movie? It's awesome. We should watch it. And I was like, I don't even care anymore. I've forgotten that I didn't watch this movie and that I didn't care about it. <laughs> so I put it on mm-hmm. and it was really fun. I really liked you Kill liked Bill. It. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I was like, that was a great movie. People were right to be excited about it. But I'm still not oh. wrong, and I'll never change my ways. <laughs> so this behavior persists with Taylor Swift, who may be very well the songwriter of her generation. Great. But I am, as you said, broken and mm-hmm. cannot let go. <laughs> yep. The more people are happy about her, the angrier I yes, The more I, I get. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we like this? I don't know. We're broken. Um, we are. No, we're, no, you know what it is? It's self-destructive behavior. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. I just think I'm broken. Yeah. Um, no, but like whenever I hear a song of hers, I'm like, okay, all right. I can't, I can't go, allow go myself for it, to everybody. It. Yeah, sure. Oh, no. How do you not hear her songs? You go every, you go. Places, no, no, no. Right? I'm saying I can't, I can't oh. like allow myself to 
enjoy it is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think there's a block. And I'm, I'm sure maybe there someday one song will get to me. We're going to go, oh God, now we're going to get like a million tabs from Taylor Swift fans being like, <sighs> you need to watch it. We're going to have to do a Taylor Swift tab at some point now. Got to get those ratings quit. up, Hannah. We quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> digging my grave right now. Yeah. It's really going to get I worse. I talk about digging and <laughs> graves a lot. <laughs> and, and showing up to New York and the punchline being that everyone's sad and dead. <laughs> <laughs> sorry anyway, that's why we love you no don't apologize for being who you are oh. we love you oh i'm just so used to having to do that you know <laughs> apologize for having a morbid yeah. sense of humor no, no you no, shouldn't no, I... that's why we created this podcast is so you can yeah. be able to do that uh so can, anyway yeah. so uh, yeah. we would love to hear about tabs that you've closed uh mm-hmm. if you want to be able to be on this segment please go ahead and email us our email is 500opentabs at gmail.com. And of course, as Hannah likes to remind me every episode, that's 500 as in 500. You don't, not, know, you don't get people, you know. It's true. I just always <laughs> assume it's a number because people are like, they don't want to take the time to write out F-I-V-E. That's just you. That's true. That is me. But 500opentabs at gmail, all yeah. one. Tell us about a tab that you've closed recently because we are so inspirational to you and your life is better from listening to this podcast. Uh, and don't forget or, to include the link. you just reop- you open a bunch of tabs that we talk about and your That's life is true. worth. Yeah, it's, it's just to keep digging ourselves into a, a deeper and deeper grave. There you go. I can do it too. Fine. I can also talk about digging Make a grave. a death joke. Um, anyway, but yes, I'm sorry. Just to recap. Quick explanation, mm-hmm. link to it, and uh, 500 open tabs at Gmail. So I believe that takes us to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, please, as we say at the end of every episode, please, 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 please subscribe. Yeah. Please rate the podcast. Please, please follow the sponsor links. We are at that early stage of this show in which we're still trying to get mm-hmm. our footing. We're trying to get people to know about it. We're trying to get people to be interested and listen to it so that we can uh, hopefully keep doing the show. Yeah. So. It's crucially or important you, that you do I'm this. Quit. That's true. You're going to quit. I'm going to sit here and talk about Taylor Swift with my wife for the next 500 episodes and probably <laughs> be the most successful podcast of all time. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Um, but uh, we are across social media. We are at 500 open tabs on Twitter. We're at 500 open tabs on um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And if you uh, like art, we're both artists. And we yes, have our I, own I, art. we forgot to mention this last episode. I just realized. Yeah. I'm a cartoonist, and I it's just my name at Hannah Hillam on everything. On everything, that's one app. One. <laughs> it's the newest app. It's the newest app. Um, I'm on Instagram at Permafriends, and I'm at Cavitarian on Twitter. Uh, announcement: We are both going to be at Emerald City Comic Con mm-hmm. at the end of February up in Seattle. So if you're planning to come to Emerald City, come find us. We're going to be sitting at the same table, probably recording a podcast and not Con- selling con-depend- anything. Condependent? What is it? Condependent. <laughs> we are condependent. Sam War. Conjoined. Conjoined. Yeah. Sam, I, oh man, Sam Worrell. He tried his best. Sam no, Worrell. <laughs> Sam Worrell. Um, <laughs> So, no, but I don't, we don't have the booth number yet, but we'll we'll announce it when we do. Yes, and, there'll be uh, there'll be a couple more episodes before it actually comes out, but you know we yeah. gotta start plugging it now so that people know. But yes, You're come see us this. at Emerald City Comic Con. It's like I've done <laughs> I it before. Not. Oh my gosh, what? I'm the worst <laughs> at this. I'm like it's tomorrow. I better tell everyone. Yeah, listen, I just promoted you to co-host today, so it's time you step it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
Mr. Sam world. Please. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop. I can't do that voice anymore. You're, I need to stop. Gonna stop. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop it. We can't end this. How, do, how are we going to end this? We're just going to say that uh, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for helping us close our tabs. Thank you for being part of our fantabulous community. Yeah. I know. I'm just going to be super. What did you say the other day? Super califabulistic. expialidocious. Uh huh. Fantabulous. Fantabulous. Uh, yes. Please uh, join us next time where we'll have more tabs and more yeah. stories and more fun stuff. It's never ending. Never ends. Okay. And more yeah. jokes about death. More jokes about digging your grave. Okay. Bye. Bye. I do too.